Hi everyone, you're listening to Campus Connect at UBC, a podcast dedicated to inspiring conversations with passionate people at UBC. I'm Marion with my fellow connector, Richika, here to talk with the brightest minds on campus. Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast. We're here with two representatives from UBC PAW, so if you guys want to introduce yourself, that would be great. Yeah, hi everyone. Um, so I'm Joey. I am the president of the UBC Pod Club for the 2020 to 2021 school year. Um, thank you for having me. And my name is Sarah and I am the education coordinator for the UBC Pod Club. And yeah, thank you also for having me. Awesome, thank you guys for that. And just to start, I guess, um, can you guys tell us a little bit about what the club is and what the mission is? Um, so UBC PAW stands for UBC PAW Pre-Veterinary Animal Welfare Club. Um, so we kind of have like two sides to our club. Um, on one end, we're focused on providing veterinary resources for aspiring students who are aiming to pursue veterinary studies after graduation. Um, so we do that by inviting in guest speakers, um, representatives from different vet programs from around the world, and they give presentations on what their admission process looks like, um, what, um, how students apply, um, what, the, what courses they need, um, and so forth. Um, so that gives students an idea about um, which programs might be best suited for them and gives them the support they need in order to um, in order to apply and pursue their career goals. And then on the other end, we also focus on animal welfare and we like to raise awareness around certain animal related issues in the community. Um, so in that sense, we do fundraisers for certain local organizations. Um, we invite guest speakers to talk about um, their work in the educational area. Um, so for example, next week we have one of our own UBC professors talking about animal welfare and the work he does. Um, and we also host our animal, annual animal welfare conference. And we just did that last Saturday, actually. That's so awesome. How'd it go? Oh, um, it was good. Yeah, there was a couple of, not controversial people, but there was a couple like, I guess you could call them protesters that came, but we, um, had a conversations with them and they uh, ended up emailing us and we kind of had a better teaching moment, um, which was nice. I like, I like when that happens. So, um, but yeah, overall it was really fun and all the presenters had a good time and yeah. yeah uh, we had a really great lineup of speakers this year. Um, our topic this year was on animals and entertainment. Um, so we had a total of six speakers come uh, come on to our virtual conference. Um, it had to be held through Zoom this year. Um, and they all presented really great unique talks about the work that they do in their areas of expertise. So it was um, really educational for sure. And um, yeah, every year we aim to do one conference and hopefully next year the club can explore in-person opportunities again. Mm -hmm. Great. And I guess this is like a follow up question to what you were talking about. But do you guys personally have opinions about animals and entertainment? Um, I mean, I mean, I can start this one off. Um, I think I uh, 
am pretty not uneducated about the topic, but I don't, I'm not really involved in the whole debate and all the conversations about animals and entertainment. And obviously like, um, I know some things about what happened, but for me, it was more of a learning experience than of like joining the conversation thing, which um, I like a lot, but there are some really amazing points that our presenters brought to light, uh, which was very fascinating for me. So, yeah. Yeah, um, the conference definitely aims to be um, a learning environment, like Sarah said, um, to facilitate questions and discussion in a healthy and productive manner. Um, so regardless of any like personal opinions that we might hold, um, we believe that the purpose of the conference is really to um, invite speakers who can highlight some of their work, allow people to um, learn from them, ask questions should they wish, and then formulate their own opinions. So um, we don't want to like push anything upon anybody. Um, but in in a conference environment where everybody can be together and ask questions in a healthy manner, I think that that's a really effective way of learning from each other. So that's what I hope everyone took away from it. That's awesome. Thank you both for answering. And um, a question I had is how did you both get involved in the club and get to where you are now? Um, yeah, I can start this one off. So I believe I joined in my second year. Um, so I first started off as the education coordinator of the club. Um, I think that I came across UPC Paws social media. They were advertising for um, this open position and being a student who aims to pursue um, veterinary school after graduating, I thought that this club was well aligned with my own intentions. And I'm also passionate about animal welfare. So um, again, that's like a double positive for me. Um, so I applied, um, got the education coordinator position. So that was my first year with the club um, from 2019 to 2020. And my role in that um, position was um, connecting with um, representatives from vet schools and organizing the speaker talks. And then the following year, I decided to stay with the club and um, take on the president position, which I have the honor of doing this year. And it has been a really great time working with a super great team. Yeah, um, my story is pretty similar. Um, I also aim to be a veterinarian in my later years. And so I um, I joined in my first year and uh, I came across it and I mean I was sure that we have like UBC has a applied animal biology so I was almost certain that they would have a pre-veterinarian animal welfare club and so I signed up on Imagine Day and saw that they were having interviews um, I was a previously fundraising coordinator so I would um, come up with all the ideas of how we could get money to be able to run our main events like AWC or sorry, annual welfare conferences and um, also just kind of um, welfare talks throughout the year, vet talks. Um, and so, yeah, that was uh, pretty fun. And then uh, this year I'm the education coordinator, so I'm taking on a Joey's past role. Um, and yeah, it's been a pretty exciting journey for sure. Awesome. Thank you both for sharing. That sounds like a lot of fun. 
And I guess a follow-up question to that is, since you guys have been with the club so long, has there been a specific project that really stood out to you that you thought really showcased the club's mission in the community? Um, the animal welfare conference that we do every year is always a big one. I think that that's kind of like the largest scale event that we um, usually hold. Um, so participant turnout is usually the greatest for the conference. Um, and it's it, a lot of work goes into planning the conference. So um, yeah, definitely a lot of meetings, um, a lot of hours go into putting everything together. So in that sense, it's definitely kind of the standout because it takes up so much time and a lot of effort goes towards um, ensuring that everything is in place for it. Um, another event that stands out to me though is also um, the Rabbitat events that we would typically hold under normal circumstances. Uh, we weren't able to do that this year because of the current, current pandemic and because most of our events, well actually all of our events this year, have been translated into an online setting. Um, but in previous years, we worked with Rabbitats, which is a local organization, um, and they brought in their rabbits and we usually did this at the nest. We would um, book one of the bigger rooms in the UBC nest building and then people would come in, socialize with the rabbits. Um, and it was a really great opportunity for students to de-stress, um, to um, interact with the bunnies in a healthy way. And um, also they would donate money for the Rabbit Hats organization. So it was an excellent way for us to raise some funds for a really great organization. So that's one of my personal favorites as well. Yeah, and um, just to add to that too, we are next year, We, I mean, we've kind of started having some ideas about what we want to do next year. And so um, next year, we're also planning to expand our animal welfare section um, with, uh, we're planning a, if, we're in person, maybe doing a couple of field trips and things like that. And then um, in our our pre-vet section of our club is uh, pretty substantial. I and mean, we have like um, a couple talks a year, maybe even a month. Um, but we're planning to expand onto the whole mental health section of uh, veterinary school. And I mean, also like, I'm sure it, is similar to like nursing school and medical school, law school, all that. So we're um, trying to expand our mission as well. But um, yeah, like Joey said, the AWC conference and Rabbitats are pretty solid events for sure. Oh, thank you guys for sharing. Those sound really fun. And I think I've seen you guys posting in groups before, at least last year, there was like a lot of Rabbitat stuff. Um, yeah. So hopefully people can look forward to that for in person. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so just another question, I guess, is what has there ever been like a standout moment for you guys on like why you wanted to join the club or like one moment you'll remember forever with the club or the team that you want to share? Um, I can start this one off. Um, I remember one of our execs, executive socials um, when we were in person where all the execs would kind of go and hang out outside of our normal meeting room. And we went to this cat cafe, I think on Broadway, or I'm not really good with directions, so I don't really remember where it was. But um, I remember that being such a fun time because, I mean, instead of just talking about club stuff and like occasional banter, we just kind of talked about life and um, like 
end goals and all this stuff while playing around with cats. And I think like um, one of our uh, one of our other executives, Lutitia, there was like a tabby cat that just totally fell asleep on her, and it was the cutest thing ever. And um, it was a lot of fun for sure. And I think that it also really showed the whole environment of being on our exec team of just like a bunch of students kind of doing their own thing, but um, sharing in mutual pursuits. So that was really amazing. And then also um, as a first year student, it was really nice to feel some sense of community with people that I had similar interests with. So yeah, that was a really fun time. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the executive socials were always really fun. Um, yeah, for me, I think that as the president this year, I had a much bigger role in organizing the Animal Welfare Conference um, because um, the presidency usually comes with the responsibility of chairing the Animal Welfare Conference. So with the chance to do that this year, I think it's, it was the largest scale event I'd ever put together. And I was able to work with a really great team that supported the process. And although we weren't able to hold it in person like in previous years, um, like seeing all the participants come in through the Zoom call and then executing it fully throughout those uh, three hours of the conference and watching it happen was a really satisfying time for me. Um, just um, knowing that the work that we have put in was unfolding and everything went really well. So I was really happy with the way things turned out. And I think it really emphasized um, the animal welfare initiative that we hope to take. And um, for me personally, it was really rewarding to um, lead the planning process and see it all happen. Thank you guys for sharing. That sounds like a great team to be a part of. It sounds like you guys really enjoy the club. And I guess on that note, um, could you guys maybe talk about like when you guys start looking for volunteers so people who are interested in the club can keep a lookout for that? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so this year our need for volunteers weren't as, wasn't as prevalent as in previous years because everything was online. So um, the executives were able to fulfill their roles pretty fully in the virtual environment. Um, however, as things hopefully begin to transition back into an in-person setting, I hope that volunteers or people hoping to uh, volunteer at the club can um, keep an eye out on our social media and also sign up for our newsletters. We send out a newsletter every two weeks and when we have a need for volunteers, such as with fundraising events and when rabbit hats hopefully come back into, um, come back onto campus, we look for volunteers to help out with that event. So anytime we are looking for an extra set of hands, we send out a um, call out on social media. So we have social media platforms on Facebook, um, Instagram, and through our newsletters. So I really encourage uh, potential volunteers to keep an eye out for um, in-person events next year where we will hopefully get more going and um, see some more people there helping out. Yeah, we also do, um, we also have, a, are in the process of our elections. So there should be um, a couple 
positions on our exec team as well, if people want to become more hands-on um, in the whole background process, which definitely, I mean, you just heard us talk about how awesome it is, but um, definitely a good uh, um, outlet for people who even maybe don't, even, aren't even um, as involved in the animal community yet. It's definitely a good outlet to start there as well. Um, usually hiring for executives happens in September, yes. so early on in the school year. Um, and we also send out Facebook posts and newsletters regarding that as well. Um, so yeah, um, also want to emphasize that the club is definitely not just for people who want to become veterinarians. Um, literally anybody who has a love for animals, um, anybody who's motivated and interested in helping out, um, they're always welcome to apply. It does, it does not necessarily mean that you are um, exclusively planning on pursuing veterinary medicine down the road. Awesome. Thank you guys for both sharing. It sounds like a lot of people can look forward to what Elise Paw has in store. And just to like end off, do you guys have any final things you want to tell the audience about the club or just in general? Um, not a lot on my end. I think we basically covered it. I think it's just, um, I guess, look out for our um, next year posts and things like that, events. Hopefully we're going to be in person. Um, so all of our members can uh, reap the benefits of our um, events. Um, and yeah, I think that it's just, even if you, uh, um, anybody listening that doesn't want to be an intense part of the team, still come to our events, even if they're online. And uh, we're going to try to do our best to make it an amazing, amazing year next year. Um, we do have us. We do have a handful of events left for the last stretch of the school year. So tomorrow we have uh, a veterinary Q and A session with representative from the University of Pennsylvania down in the states. So for anybody who is considering their vet school options and perhaps thinking about applying to some American programs, um, UPenn is one to consider, and you can come to the talk tomorrow um, on. The March 29th um, that the event is up on our Facebook page um, with the Zoom link. So you're welcome to come to that um, and learn more about the admission process. And then this Wednesday on the 31st, we have Dr. Daniel Weary um, joining us for a talk on animal welfare and the work that he does as a professor at UBC. And then the last event of the school year is another vet talk from the University of Cornell, also in America. Um, so we usually like to include a couple of American options and to cover bases from around the world. Um, so yeah, those are kind of our last events for the rest of the term. And then like Zara said, we can look forward to a new year starting in September. It's amazing that you guys have still have some events left. I know a lot of clubs are closing up. So if anyone is interested, <laughs> they should definitely check you guys out. Um, I will be sure to add the social media links in the description so people can find you guys easily. But other than that, thank you both so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And it's been great to hear more about UBC PAW. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Awesome. And I will end the podcast now. Goodbye to the listeners. Thanks for listening, everyone. 
This is Rashika Salvakumar and my fellow connector Marion Rogers signing off. See you on the next episode.